Hello, and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. Friendship and forgiveness are are two things that we as adults struggle with from time to time, so I think it's great to teach kids early, and this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to do just that. The book is called Bossy Mossy Says Sorry by author Andorra S. Davidson from Christian Faith Publishing. Andorra, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you. Now tell everybody a a little bit about this story you've written. This story was, uh, it kind of started as something like just a fun project, and uh, I've always enjoyed writing and doodling. And we had been spending a lot of time outside, and, you know, there's always a mosquito problem. And also, there was a lot of issues. I teach school, and I deal with a lot of bullying issues at school. And it just kind of, I don't know, one day I was just kind of doodling around, and I I just had a connection between mosquitoes and bullying, and then Bossy Mossy was created. And from there, I just began doodling and uh, messing with him and making up little stories. And then eventually, uh, I kind of just had the feeling of, I would like to make this into a book. Now, how was it for you uh, as a, you know, t- taking this, uh, the story that just kind of came came to you and, and, and turning this into a book, how was that process for you as an author uh, to be able to, to, to make that transition from idea to, you know, here's the book on the written page? Oh, it was very exciting. I totally enjoyed every minute of it. And my son just turned 13 and he would laugh and he enjoyed getting to look at the pages as I would make them. And it was just, it was just so exciting and a lot of fun also. And it gave me a project to work on uh, with him getting older. And we just really enjoyed looking at it together and getting to see it made into a book and getting to hold it and letting, uh, like, my little cousins, uh, you know, turn the pages. And it was just so exciting. I loved every minute of it. Now, how was it for you working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to, to get through the publishing process and, and, and have that book in your hand? Oh, absolutely wonderful. Everyone I've dealt with at Christian Faith has been wonderful to work with. Now, do you think we'll see more from Bossy Mossy down the road, or do you have any other characters you'd like to write about in the future? Oh, yes. Um, Bossy Mossy has several stories, and I guess one at a time we'll just see what happens with each one. I have one that uh, Christian Faith is looking at right now, and hopefully, maybe uh, this time next year, we'll have a second Bossy Mossy. Oh, excellent. Well, we look forward to that. Now, now Bossy Mossy says, sorry, uh, what kind of age group are you targeting this towards? Who, who, who's the uh, age group you'd like to see this book get into the hands of? Oh, definitely early childhood. Anything from uh, a bedtime story for a tiny toddler to up at least second grade could get a good lesson from Bossy Mossy. Uh, the bullying uh, aspect of it and how to deal with problems. Definitely through second grade. And then I think that third and fourth graders could use it as a learning tool as far as to do a project with. And, and when kids do read this or, or parents, you know, grandparents reading it to kids, what do you hope is the most important message that, uh, that kids get uh, from this book? I hope that, that kids get special reading time with family members. And then the lesson that they learn, I want them to understand that they don't have to do what the playground bully tells them they have to do. I want children to be able to stand up for themselves and do things the way they want, but not in a bullying way. Well, that's an important message, especially in this day and age, and I I think uh, it's going to be a fun way for kids to learn that message. The book is called Bossy Mossy Says Sorry by author Andorra S. Davidson from Christian Faith Publishing. You can pick up your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Andorra, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you so much.
These days, it seems like there are some biblical truths that uh, have been distorted over the years uh, to, to fit the needs of others. But I think this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to be a great uh, guide to, to getting us back to those original biblical truths. The book is called God Loves You, Maybe, But Only Just a Few by author Robert B. Latimer from Christian Faith Publishing. Robert, thank you for being on the show. Pleasure to be here. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about your book. The book was written over an 18-month period, and I had experienced in doing ministry work in various churches that a lot of folks were under the impression that they understood and knew the truth of God's Word, but they actually didn't. They'd been either misinformed or they had heard the truth and rejected the truth, or they had heard the truth and tried to understand the truth, but it was more distorted than they thought it was. So they couldn't get a clear handle on the absolute truths of the Word of God. And the book is written primarily to clarify a wide variety of very important spiritual truths for folks to live by. What kind of inspired you uh, to, to take this and put this into a book to share this? What, what kind of got uh, the ball rolling on that? Well, I grew up in the Presbyterian Church, uh, and the Presbyterian Church is uh, used to be, in fact, very evangelical, very orthodox, and I was tutored and raised in the church to really believe in certain absolutes, which I still adhere to. But after having uh, grown into adulthood and experienced a lot of life, including a tour in the Vietnam War and three college degrees, you're bombarded with secular, what I call a consensus reality. It's what the uh, norm is for the time being. And the norm for the time being is accepted by a lot of people as the truth, and it is not. So when you compare consensus reality, what people think is the norm now, with the actual truths of God's Word, there's a large gap there. It's a large conflict, and it causes anxiety, it causes worry, and ultimately fear and rejection in the hearts of people that actually thought they knew the truth, but they really didn't. Now, how was it for you working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to get this book published and to get this message out there? Well, I saw your advertisement on television primarily, and I've seen it several times. And I went to your website and reviewed and studied the website, and I felt very comfortable with your mission and your vision and how you were dedicated to helping people achieve their goals and to do it right. And uh, I hadn't been disappointed. I've been very pleased. Now, is this something you'd like to, to write more on, or, or do you have any other uh, uh, subject you'd like to write on in the future? Well, I am. I'm, I'm writing another book now, a book that deals with perseverance of the saints. People will say, well, who are the saints? The saints are the called elect beloved of the Lord. The saints are you and I who uh, have accepted Jesus Christ and believe in the Trinity and believe in what is called unconditional election. Hopefully we get to talk about that book in the future. But this book, God Loves You, maybe, but only just a few. When right. people read this, what, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across to the reader? Well, I hope it's a sense of urgency to want to know the truth. And not only know the truth, but to accept it. Because knowing it doesn't do any good unless you accept the truth personally. The only way you can really do that, honestly, in a spiritual uh, realm, is to have the Holy Spirit abide in your heart. That can only take place if you're secured within what is called the new covenant of grace. I think this is a, a book everyone needs to pick up because I think there's a lot to learn here. And uh, I think those who read this are going to be truly blessed. The book is called God Loves You, Maybe, But Only Just a Few by author 
Robert B. Latimer from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone to pick up your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores at a few of the locations. And Robert, thank you for being on the show. I thoroughly enjoyed it and hope to visit with you again in the near future. Have you ever looked at the people around you, the faces you, you know, but do you really know them and how much you might have in common with them? I think that's at the heart of this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. The book is called Compartments by author Julie Drummond from Christian Faith Publishing. Julie, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Now tell everybody a, a little bit about this book. Well, the book Compartments is about the lives of 13 people and how they're intertwined. The book is a Christian allegory, and so I can't give you too many details without giving everything away. What inspired this book? Did, did you draw from like your own personal experiences? Yes, yes. Um, I think in life, everything we do, we tend to put a little bit of ourselves into it. So absolutely. Now, if you're talking about like a target audience, who do you who do you think the audience is for this book, or who would you like to see this book get into the hands of? Anyone that thinks that there is no God, or that God is upset with them. When I wrote this story, I felt at odds with God. I thought He hated me. I was just reminded the other day about. Someone told me that I told them that God hated me, and I was like, oh, I don't even remember that time in my life, but it is very true. Um, I did go through that, and so anybody else going through that, I would like for them to read it. Now, how was it for you working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to get this book published and to be able to share this story? Amazing. Um, absolutely no complaints. Everybody has been fantastic. Now, is this something you might like to do again, maybe a follow-up to this, or do you have anything else you're, you're working on? I have actually wrote... Two more stories that are completely different, but I am just as proud of both of them as I am for this one. Oh, excellent. What, what can we expect uh, down the road? Can, can you give us any uh, details? I know you don't want to give too much away, but uh, uh, what, what can we expect? Similar Christian fiction allegory about um, people that are just at a crossroads in their life. Excellent. Well, we look forward to that. Now, now this book, uh, Compartments, when people read this, at the, at the end of the day, what do you hope is the most important message that uh, comes across to the reader? That no matter where you are in your life, God loves you. Well, that's an uh, important message that, you know, uh, whether we like to admit it or not, we all need to hear that sometimes. And, and I think that is going to be a blessing to, to those who read this. The book is called Compartments by author Julie Drummond from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone, uh, pick up your copy today. You will be blessed. The book can be found at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores, just a handful of the locations. And Julie, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. This next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, really excited to, uh, to find out more about it. It's a, a book of spiritual discovery and, and tackles some of those tough spiritual questions, and I think everyone's going to learn a lot from this. The book is called I'm Saved, Now What, Jesus? by author Canary Rossum from Christian Faith Publishing. Canary, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. Now tell everybody a, a little bit about your book. This book I wrote, um, it's been about 14 years in the making. I've been a Southern Baptist Christian all my life. I'm 58 years old, and I ended up uh, marrying a Muslim. My husband is from Africa, and he was born and raised a Muslim, and we've been married for over 30 years. And at the time, his new job sent him to the Middle East, and we ended up living in Saudi Arabia. And during this time, I had traveled to 26 different countries, and I had no intentions of writing a book. People would ask me, you know, especially um, Christians, um, how, how are you married to a Muslim, and how are you still, you know, married all these years? And we have a son. My husband, you know, he wanted to 
name our son uh, Matthew, and I had no objections in having him with the Muslim name. But um, once we got to Saudi Arabia, I saw the significance. You know, uh, Muslims would come up and ask him and us, and, you know, you're Muslim, and why do you have your son? Why is his name Matthew? And my husband would say, well, that's his name. And so during this time, it was during Christmas, um, we flew to Dubai to fly to Colorado to be with our family, and we missed our first flight. And during that time, my husband's father was in Jordan. And I thought, you know, Lord, maybe, you know, there's a reason. Maybe we're supposed to go to Jordan versus going to Colorado with my family. Maybe I need to be with my husband's family during this time. So we get to Jordan. And I was thinking, you know, we were going to go. We were just going to see the tour site. And um, and I had no, I wasn't, you know, thinking of Jesus' baptism site or going to visit Mount Nebo. It just wasn't on my mind. And then our driver, who was taking us to Petra, and on our way back from Petra, the driver says to me, don't you want to go see uh, Jesus' baptism site and I can take you to uh, Mount Nebo? And I was like, yes, I want to go see Jesus' baptism site and Mount Nebo, uh, you know, where Moses looked out at the pro- over at the promised land. So by the time we got in the car, my son and I, and it's raining and, you know, we get up to Mount Nebo. And as soon as we kind of get to the crest, the sun just comes out. And I'm, you know, we're looking over at the promised land and tears are rolling down my eyes. So then we were there for a few hours and then our driver said, well, now we're going to Jesus' baptism site. And so Jesus' baptism site, they had it all roped off. So I said, you know, are you going to let us go down? He said, oh, no. He said, because the Pope had just came and, and he said he's blessed this area and so no one can go back down in this area. So as he took the group around, he says, okay, group, we're going to go around here to the Jordan River on this side. So he came up to me uh, about a few minutes later and says, I feel like this would be something very special to you. For some reason, I'm going to let you go down to where Jesus was baptized. He says, I think it would be very special if you would take a little of the soil. So he said, go. And I just started running. And so I run down real quick. I had put the little soil in this little bag, but I wanted to just wipe my hands off. So I saw all these other people were at the Jordan River. So I just put my hand in that Jordan River. And then I turned around and said, like, Lord, what's just happened? Oh, Lord. So that that, Chris, was the one the Lord put on my heart. All of these encounters. And that's how the book and the Lord put on my heart. This wasn't just about you traveling and being a tourist. This has purpose. And that's when I started physically writing the book. Now, how was it for you working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to get this book finally published and to be able to, to share your, your story? Oh, it was wonderful with Christian Faith Publishing. When I came back from overseas and was looking at different publishers and Christian Faith Publishing, um, they were just wonderful to work with. Now, when, when people read this book, I'm Saved, Now What, Jesus? Uh, what do you hope is the most important message that uh, that readers get from this book? The book is about just establishing a more stronger relationship with God. There's a first um, section. It's about Genesis. Um, we all have a beginning, and we need to understand our Genesis. Exodus. We all got to exit out of ourselves. And then there's a wandering in the desert. I have a chapter that talks about a life of fear confusion, fantasy, and doubt, and how lessons from Ruth and Queen Esther will help us in this. Then there's a getting to the promised land and talking about, you know, my Mount Nebo experiences and and Jesus' baptism side and, and how do you end up in the right place and on purpose through blessings. That's the fifth section of the book. And the last section of the book is, is a revelation that talks about God's revelations to us, and we all have different experiences with the Lord. And so um, this book is about being faithful while being fearful, confused, and doubtful in your life, and how the Holy Spirit 
will uh, meet the born-again believer, wherever you are in life, and with anyone seeking Christ. Well, I think this is a, a, going to be a fascinating book, and I, I think a, a true blessing. And the book is called I'm Saved, Now What, Jesus, by author Canary Rossum from Christian Faith Publishing. I encourage everyone, get your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar stores, just a handful of the locations. And Canary, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me so much. Take care. For anyone looking for encouragement in their daily walk, this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to be a great blessing. The book is called Trails Traveled by author Richard E. Cullum from Christian Faith Publishing. Richard, thank you for being on the show. Good to have you talking to me. Now tell everybody a, a little bit about this book. Uh, the book is a compilation of probably 15, 20 years. Uh, I began writing poetry in 1990 as just a reflection on, on life and upon the scriptures of God. And uh, I believe that all humanity travels pretty much the same road. We all know uh, heartache, sorrow, grief. Uh, we know triumph and, and rejoicing. We know ideas to weep, to mourn. And uh, that, that, that's basically a sharing of people, uh, what I have watched in Christian, Christians' lives for well over half a century now, and uh, I've, I've yet to see a Christian fear death's door. And I thought that something in the writings would be beneficial to someone because Paul said that there's no temptation taking you that's not common with man. So what I'm going through, other people have gone through years before, and other people will follow, their follow will also go through the same trials. It may be a different name or a different disease or a different tragedy, but it'll still be a tragedy. And uh, I hopeful that it would be meaningful and helpful to someone in their daily walk with Jesus. Now, what inspired you to, to take uh, these poems that you've written over the years and, and uh, these stories that you've experienced, and, and what made you decide to, to put this in a book and, and to finally share this? Where, where did that start? I've been a, a big fan of poetry. I, I don't necessarily understand all of it that I read, but uh, I've been a big fan, a fan of poetry over the years. Helen Steiner Rice was one of the first books I, I began to read, and her poetry and uh, and her reflection was based upon her faith in Christ Jesus and her trust in Almighty God. And it helped me through times in my life. And I just hopefully that since Helen Simon Rice uh, writings helped me, I was hoping that, that these would help someone else. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to to get this book published and to be able to share these poems? I, I, I appreciate everything that the Christian Faith has done. They've walked me through step by step, and I appreciate it very much. They've been very cordial and helpful in the, in the process, and uh, I appreciate your ministry to the, to the nation, to the world. Now, when people read this book of poems, is there a, an overall message that you hope uh, readers get from, from this book? Yes, sir, uh, that there's hope. You know, the best is yet to come. Whatever our best is in this life, there's, there's something better ahead for us, especially Christians. And that we all, we've all known what we would consider defeat. But the Scripture says that Christ always makes us a triumph. God always makes us a triumph in Christ Jesus. So what, what some people consider a defeat may not even be a defeat. It's hard for us to grasp that what Paul said, that all things work together good for those who love God those are called according to his purpose. And immediately, uh, in the immediate frame, it's hard sometimes to see the good in the death of a loved one or the action of uh, a child hurt or crippled. It's hard, hard for us to see the good because we're li- our limited view. We can't see beyond the moment. God can. And, and that's what I, I want people to, do, to, to get from the book is that, that there is hope. Regardless of how bad it is, there is hope. And uh, we should never give up hope. 
Well, that is a, a powerful message. And, and like you kind of said earlier, uh, we've all gone through the same things. They may go by different names, but we've all gone through similar things. And I think this book is going to provide uh, encouragement and a lot of hope for those who read it. The book is called Trails Traveled by author Richard E. Cullum from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Richard, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. One of the most difficult questions for parents to answer is what happens when someone dies? And I think, you know, a lot of kids want to ask that question. Even a lot of adults, I think, uh, have a, a lot of questions about that. And I think this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to be perfect for that. The book is called Kool-Aid Soul by author Christine McLaughlin from Christian Faith Publishing. Christine, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about your book. Well, um, when my son was four years old, my grandfather died. And so I was faced with um, having to not only... Uh, deal with my own grief, but also answer a lot of questions because he had been kind of a fixture in Michael's life. So we want to know, you know, what did he pack? What did he take with him? Did he take a toothbrush? You know, and so I was trying to figure out how to tell him, you know, that he didn't need a toothbrush. And so we decided to have a snack. And actually, while I was mixing up some Kool-Aid, I had a vision of the pitcher falling off the counter and breaking. And I realized that I could use that to explain the whole concept of the soul and and what it is with the body and how it can continue afterwards, even if the body is broken and, and can't go on. So I used it to explain it to him then. And shortly after that, I sat down and I wrote Kool-Aid Soul, and it literally took just a few minutes to write everything down that I had told him. So that's kind of how it came about, and I saw it kind of as a resource because, you know, everybody's been in that position where, you know, you lose somebody and you're dealing with the grief and you have little children around you and you don't know what to tell them. So I thought that this was a good way, too, to introduce Jesus to little children. My son already obviously knew who Jesus was, and we had talked about him extensively, but to little children who don't know who Jesus is and who are scared of death and are scared of what's going to happen, you know, you tell them about the hope that we have in, in Christ. And hopefully it can not only help them through that, it can help them in everything that they face the rest of their lives. So I was hoping that I could maybe help people with this book. Now, how was it for you as a, a new author working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to be able to share this? Um, it was, it's, it's been good. It's, uh, they've been very, um, how do I say it? They've been very accepting of what I wanted. You know, I had a vision for what I wanted. I, I knew what I wanted the book to look like. I even knew what I wanted the cover to look like. And, and so they worked with me, and they were very accepting. They made changes when I asked them to make changes. And um, they've kind of worked with me through the whole process because I had no idea what I was doing. And so um, they've been really helpful, and I really appreciate it. Now, do you think this is something you might like to do again, maybe a, a, another book uh, along this line, or would, do you have anything uh, you're, you're currently working on? I actually I have an outline of more of a different type of book, more of a, a, a guide for Christian parenting uh, with like 10 essentials steps or 10 essential um, guidelines to kind of live by as you, you know, I've been a parent for almost 30 years, so um, I think I could kind of help people through things and things that I've gone through before, so um, I've written the outline, I haven't written the book yet, so I'm kind of working on it, and when I get it done, I'll probably take it to them and see if they would help me publish it. We look forward to that in the future. Now, this book, uh, Kool-Aid Soul, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across uh, when it's all said and done? important thing for me is 
a, a personal relationship with Jesus. Um, I'd really like for kids, nowadays everyone is, ha, has so many issues, and there's loneliness, and there's depression, and there's all of these things, and there's so many unhappy people out there. And it just seems to me, I've been so fortunate. I'm one of the luckiest people in the world. I have known that Jesus was my Savior since I was a very small child. And I've had no doubts along the way. And I felt so close to him. And so many times in my life when I've had rough times, he's been there for me. And I just, I just would love to give that gift to anyone else who is out there, to have them realize that Jesus is always beside you and can be relied on you know, at any time in your life when you're going through good times and in bad times. Wow. I think that's a, a wonderful message, an important message, and a message I think uh, they're going to get in this book, that and so much more. The book is called Kool-Aid Soul by author Christy McLaughlin from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a handful of the locations. And Christine, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.